0: All right, what's going on, bad motherfuckers, Pinata Boys? What's going on, dude?
1: <laughs> what's up, man?
0: Uh, new year. <coughs> 2020. Crazy. What psyched? Big plans, dude.
1: Ginormous plans. We're gonna try to be more productive. Get this shit rolling.
0: 2019 was crazy, dude. What was uh, the your favorite part about 2019?
1: Having a fucking kid. Definitely that was pretty daughter. sweet. Yeah, dude. Fatherhood. What's yeah. fatherhood like? Um, <clears throat> so fatherhood's uh, it's definitely different. So the only way I can describe it is, it's the most it's the hardest thing that you can do, but also, like, the most rewarding. It's, like, super fun. Mm-hmm. So, when we first had her, uh, we had a we had a really fucked up story with Sharp. I honestly, like, fuck Sharp, Chula Vista. I know that's a, not something you should really say, but... Fuck uh, Sharp. Fuck <laughs> Sharp.
0: I mean, dude... Oh, yeah, the doctor was a dick, dude. Yeah, the, do- the doctor was an idiot. Yeah, the doctor was the a doctor fucking was idiot. The doctor was a fucking idiot, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so basically... um, what happened was Nikki was finally feeling it And it was it was She was fucking ready to have this baby yeah. So we rushed to Sharp We're there for a couple We're there for like an hour in triage And we're just fucking this is, this is the day before she actually had the baby This is this is like There's two instances this doctor's being a retard So um we finally get call, called into triage Like she's just ginormous Like chilling in there And we're like fuck this is it This is we're gonna have the yeah. baby today This and that And then the nurse comes in and says Well I think you have some labor to go through And like Women can labor up to like Like I don't know I don't know that I can't look it up But it's like Nikki's was like Definitely like a 48 hour labor Oh shit So like which is fucking horrendous You know what I mean uh, But Nikki's fucking broke Every single bone in her fucking body So it's like She doesn't feel jack shit You Mm. know what I mean She's been through like Eight surgeries She doesn't feel shit So We're in there And the lady says I can have you stay We can get you ready To have labor But we're just gonna have you Walk around Or you can go home And labor at home so Nikki, being a fucking savage, she just said, no, let's we'll just go home. So we went home. The whole day had passed. So she said that that was our last, like, they, she says God gives you one last good day of sleep before you have a fucking baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So relaxed. she said that, she said out of all the times she's had the baby kicker and like do all that crazy shit in her stomach in the middle of the night. So she didn't feel a fucking thing. And then the next day rolls in and she feels it. She's like, all right. This is time. Like, this is fucking go time. We're going to do it. And we go to the hospital. And Nikki's so good with pain on the account that she's broken fucking everything yeah, in her yeah. body. So
0: She's used to it.
1: So we're sitting there in the reception. And there's this lady there who is not even, pre- like, just as fucking pregnant looking as I do. Like, three, maybe three months pregnant, this fucking lady. And, and she's, like, checking in. She's like, you know, I'm just feeling a little pressure right here. So I need to get checked in. And then Nikki's fucking...
0: Like, about a pop. Yeah, Nikki's, baby, like, fucking like, sitting there, like... Fucking, head's like you know, I know,
1: right? And then, like, she's like, she's like hey, excuse me. And Nikki's, like, sitting there, like... And I'm like, are you okay? I'm, like, trying to be nice, like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Because I can't fucking do anything, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not a fucking doctor. so We're
0: going to need a, a new beer system.
1: A new beer system? Yeah. We, maybe we should have some set on the side right here. So, um, from there... um. She's just fucking ball. This is the first time I've seen Nikki cry in so long. She just starts crying. And I'm like, ask the receptionist. I'm like, can we, get some, can we get some help over here? And they're like, I'm actually with a person right now. And she's apparently with the fucking lady who's just looking like me. And then... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not even really that bad. not even like, really bad. fucking big looking. She's like, dude, she was skinny. She had just had a little tummy. But like, nothing like significant. Nikki's like fucking like bulging and shit. And... um." So then this white lady comes up And she was definitely She had a white coat on She looked real professional And she's like She goes up to the reception She's Excuse me ma'am She's like, you're not doing anything. This this girl is, like, in distress here. And Nikki's just fucking bawling and fucking crying. And then they're like, all right, let's send you to triage. And triage is the worst fucking place you ever want to be. It's like, it's just like the emergency, uh, like, what's it, the ER? Like, the fucking waiting area. Like, you just sit there and mm-hmm. you wait for a doctor to be ready for you. And then there's so much other things that happen after that. Then they're like, all right, then we'll figure out if you're going to have the baby today or fucking this or fucking that. And um, from there... We wait, and this doctor, our doctor's a fucking retard, the worst guy on the fucking planet. So Nikki's sitting there for, yeah, a, fuck we're sitting you, dude. there, we're sitting. In front of, you a, suck
0: shit. <laughs> you're the, I'm not you're the the say worst. your name, but you're there. the fucking worst. Your name I starts with Nicky,
1: You're the fucking worst guy on the planet.
0: You're a bad so doctor. We're dude.
1: there, and fuck the you. nurse has to call her doctor to let her get admitted. So we're just sitting in triage, like fucking twiddling our thumbs, just waiting for this this fucking doctor to answer. Uh-huh. And after an hour and a half, he answers, and he's like. You know what? We'll take her. You know what I mean? Like we in. We're, we'll take her. We'll bring her in. So then we go from there. Nikki's still like laboring. She's fucking feeling it, super heavy, and she was fighting this epidural the whole time because apparently epidurals are like a really big deal. I guess I don't know why. I apparently like they might give you problems later on in life. But a bunch of people mm. always say like, don't get
0: epidurals. Wait, what is that? Is and that epid- not like for pain?
1: It, epidurals are like needles that are this big. That go into your back of your spine, Uh so that you don't feel the baby, like the Uh the, the birth and shit. I mean, you feel it, but it's like very minimal. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say minimal. I mean, it's like you know what I mean. It's a baby, but apparently it's supposed to ease the pain a lot. So then she opted in for it. She's like, "Do it. Let's fucking do it. I want. I'm tired of feeling like this." And mind you, like there was, she was like six centimeters dilated at that point, which means like the baby's fucking coming, like within the next two or three hours. Right. And there was another girl in triage who was like two centimeters dilated who was screaming, like, ah, ah, ah. she's like, give me something. Yeah. And Nikki's six centimeters dilated just like this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, just like 20 years old, just chilling, you know, right. just hanging out. And then she got the epidural and she came back. She, I come back in the room because they had to call me back in because we're not allowed to see the epidurals. But I watched a YouTube video and the needles are fucking long and I'm terrified of needles. So either mm. way, I would have walked out. But... I guess the the juice and whatever is in the epidural, the painkiller, makes him shake. Like, like Nikki's just sitting there, like, in the bed, just, like... Oh, my God. Just, like, shaking and shit. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I just can't feel anything. And I was like, this is amazing. So, we're, okay, so regardless of the bullshit, <clears throat> hours go on by, and the doctor hasn't answered, hasn't done anything. He finally comes into our room, and he's, he he says to us, so... I've been doing surgeries all day. I want to go home and sleep. So, by that time, Nikki's like seven, almost eight centimeters dilated, which means that within the next hour or two, she could have the baby. You can have the baby for between eight and ten centimeters. The doctor said, I kind of just want to go home and sleep. So, you're going to have the baby around like 5 a.m. It was like 11. So, we're just like, well, fuck. So, technical
0: diffs. Technical diffs.
1: But it's fine. So... This doctor's a piece of shit for telling, baby. for telling our fucking, telling my pregnant girlfriend to be like, well, I guess you can wait. Your baby doesn't. Uh, to me, it's I'm gonna like, go sleep this off real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little hungover. I have fucking some shit to do. I'd rather. Yeah. I, I'm not a fucking doctor or anything. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't get
0: paid for this shit. So will um, probably have your baby later. You're fine. You know, the baby fucking comes when it comes. Whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So the fucking time comes. It's 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 like go time. The nurse is like, all right, um, I think it's time. And he's, she's called the doctor since, like, 1 in the morning. And they didn't answer. So she's like, all right, let's have you labor more. But, like, Nikki's, like, ready to push at that point. Like, she's fucking ready. Like, we're all ready. We're waiting. And then it was, like, 4 in the morning. And she started to, like, crown. And crowning means the baby's, like, head is coming out. So she was like, oh, I think it's time to push. And we're like, well, we've been ready to fucking push since, like, like 12... It's fucking four hours now, yeah. and she's like, "Well, I kind of want the doctor to be here." And she's calling the doctor, and the doctor didn't answer at all. So then another doctor had to come in and and deliver the baby, and it was like a complete doctor we've never seen before, never met with ever. And um, <clears throat> so from there, uh, this lady comes in, catches the like the doctor catches the baby was fucking sweet, greatest feeling on the planet. I cried, Nikki cried. It's like it's like oh, yeah. when it's she like it came a, out. It's fucking surreal, like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude, like, it's it was like,
0: weird, man. Like, he even just, like, it. even it just being my sister, you know, like, and, like, my niece, like, it still feels, like, bizarre. It's, like, crazy. This little fucking like, Thing life exists. Out, dude, right? like, that you made, that's crazy. Dude. Yeah, and, that like, you, it's just crazy to see that now. That. Dude, our producer, young Rutra, getting uh, another brewski. Yeah. Say what up, Rutra. <laughs> Is this camera out of focus, dude?
1: Well, it's fine. So, <clears throat> Excuse me for the voice crack. Good lord. But, um, from there, this doctor comes in, like, 20 minutes after the baby's been born And he's fucking screaming at the nurse Like why didn't you wait for me You guys you gotta done so So much more And I told the nurse I'm like hey look you did a Great job like you helped like deliver Our baby like you did a great job everything's Fine and he just screamed at the nurse So we told him that we basically said like fuck that guy And like it, it was a really shitty Situation and uh, it, yeah, he that, was just he the, was just the fucking worst He didn't show up to my fucking birth was a slimy he's a motherfucker fu- yeah, He's definitely a fucking him, slime dude. ball Definitely like a fucking grease ball Fucking, greaseball fucking fuck Dude yeah That guy has That It was the worst It was a really shitty feeling But the fact that Like we had a little girl Like it was It's such a blessing Like every single day Is like Something fucking new Like i I, I didn't Like I I You don't really notice it Because you're with the baby so much But like how much she's Grown from like a little nugget Because she was a preemie Oh
0: dude I've even noticed You know what I mean She was a
1: preemie So she was like 5 pounds 4 ounces Which is like really small And now she's probably like 12, 13 And she's like A fucking monstrous little thing And she eats like fucking crazy And she just looks I like when she just looks And like she talks shit to you With her eyes
0: Yeah Or she'll just like look away
1: Or Or like she's the worst She doesn't like when anyone kisses her Yeah So she'll go She kind of turns her head (laughs) <laughs> yeah but she's I mean singer. it's super rewarding it's super sweet the baby's amazing and doing fine right now it's like everything that I could, I could have asked for is fucking there you know what I mean yeah, she's in great yeah. health she's a, the happy like at one point she didn't smile and then one day she smiled and never fucking stopped you Yeah, know? she did. smiles all the time she thinks everything's funny it's super sweet It's she's like the laughing greatest all the time and it's it's funny because like they can't laugh yet so they're like <laughs> yeah. and I'm like Make it some, like weird. <laughs> this this weird, this weird weasel thing coming
0: out of dude, her. Yeah, it was crazy. Even the difference, like, because like I went on a tour like right after she was born. Like I saw her like as an infant, and then I went on tour for a little bit, and then I saw her when I came back. And like just that difference alone, mm-hmm. crazy, dude. The like rapid growth rate is like so real. Oh like, no, you don't think they grow that fast? But they grow so fucking fast. <laughs> they grow I know, so fast.
1: <clears throat> I know, dude. It's crazy. But I mean, it was a rough time in the beginning. But, I mean, it just got it got so much, like, more... It just got a lot easier. Like, I was working at the airport, and then I was going to school full-time, and then she wasn't eating mm-hmm. a lot. Like, she wasn't getting tons of weight, so we had to feed her every two hours. So, I would go f- from my shift to the airport, which was, like, 6 p.m. to 4 a.m., and then I'd be up with a baby, and then I'd have school from seven in the mor- 7 a.m. to, like, 3 p.m., and then I would just... Sleep a little bit and then do all that again. So I had to do that for like a month and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking take it. My body was giving up on me. And then, <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't giving up on me, but I was exhausted. I never got, I barely got to see my, my, my kid. And it was a really shitty situation. And, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I looked on LinkedIn and Best Buy was hiring and I said, well, fuck. And I showed up to Best Buy and one of the manager was there. I got hired on the spot when during the interview, he looked at me and I was like, I was like, look, I told him straight up. I was like, "If you hire me right now, I will quit my job tomorrow." And he's like, "He's like, go quit your fucking job." Yeah. And I went the next day and I quit. And they're like, "They're like, hey, we're not scheduled today." I'm like, "I know, cause I'm fucking quitting." Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I got my last check and I was out and it's been so smooth sailing since then, man. And best it's by a,
0: life. Best my life's cool. Sick, dude. Yeah,
1: talking yeah. to people. I talked to a lot of. Uh, you'd be surprised how many old people come in with just a tons I feel like of it's questions. Mostly old people. Yes and no, cause I mean, you don't. Re- I mean. You're supposed to ask everyone who walks in, but, like, there's people who are, like, lasered in who know what they want. Yeah. They don't want you to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't want you to talk to me. Like, just, I know what I fucking want. That's like, how I, don't I want, am, for you know sure. You I, mean? I mean? I like the conversation. I, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, so what you looking for? Yeah. So, like, you know, but. Yeah, man, how's your uh, New Year's been uh, going off so far, huh?
0: Uh, pretty good, dude. 2019 was sick. Uh, the sickest parts were probably, like, the tours we did. Like, we just did a lot of fucking really good tours collaborate um, best one was, sw- was with swimmers dude and I got to meet those guys and like become really good friends with them we've been super close since then those are my boys swimmers on cool records and um ultra Q too like they've just put out a thing um Jacob played it on that on that tour cool um and that was super dope the Matt and Kim tour was super dope um, but our van caught on fire, which was a crazy uh, fucking thing that happened to us. Yeah, did you explain. I uh, explain a little bit about yeah. How the I, van, I talked uh, about it on the last one a little bit. Yeah. Man. Um. What else, dude? Yeah, just like music stuff like that. Um. How was the Swimmers
1: Tour? Like, where did you go? Like, what it, was it? The... It was
0: national. So we we even did Canada. We even did like one or two in Canada. Um. What are the Canadians I, like? Can, dude, Canada's wild. Canadians. Is it? Yeah, dude, Canada's so sick. I would totally live there. Really? Like, yeah, if I could live any like in anywhere else, like if it, okay, if I had to pick another like state to live in, it'd probably be Colorado. Colorado was one of the coolest places. But like, if I couldn't live in the United States, it'd probably be Canada. Really, what part though? Um, I mean, the only parts I went I went to was uh, Toronto, but, but that's Toronto yo, That's a good. Tight. That's a good city. It was though. A cool city, dude. Drake's yeah, from that Everybody's city. super nice. Is Drake from Toronto? <laughs> Something like that, dude. Yeah, Toronto's super dope, and um, just dude. Yeah, meeting all these like sick people, super rad. It was a crazy year in terms of just like all kinds of shit. Political shit was crazy. Uh, movies were crazy. Music was fucking crazy. Um, I don't know, dude. Um, I got a new job, full time job for the first time Hell in my yeah, life. Yeah, brother. Clap it, up for, clap it up for the man. Full time job, right job right here. We're Big gonna, boy job. We're
1: adults now. i drink I'm to that.
0: A, I'm an adult. Uh, it's like this graphics place uh, over by the airport. It's really tight. I'm working working with my homies. Um, It's really stressful, and I got to go in. It's usually not on the weekends, but I got to go in on this weekend. But I had today off. So I had the day off, and I chilled, and I watched uh, the little Peep documentary. I finally got around to uh, watching it that came out, like – Whatever, a couple months ago And it's been doing its rounds In film festivals and stuff And then yeah. it came out on like Some streaming services Alright, first off what, what do you think of Little Peep? I
1: don't give a fuck about Little Peep
0: Like you never give a fuck about Little Peep Pre-death, after-death uh, Honestly, after death, bro, you never I could, fuck. I could
1: give a fuck about Little Peep okay. I mean, I never listened to his music He was like a sad boy Like, like Right, right He's like king of like mean? sad boy
0: Like tra- <clears throat> trap, tra- You know what I mean? This. Like
1: super, super whitewashed Super like You know what I mean? Like Oliver Francis type shit like, it is not my
0: vibe You know I I don't know even I know mean? who that is but Yeah,
1: just very like just very like You hey, wanna see me when on your house? Shit like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Very like Ah Oh okay,
0: I feel it I feel it uh, Well I, I fucked with Lil Peep I still fuck with Lil Peep I like his, I like his music a little bit I mean respect the dead though. Um yeah, I mean, of course, a tragedy. It was a tragedy, tragedy most dude. Definitely. Like as a kid, no dude, like, like at, yeah. super talented fucking kid, dies at way too young of an age from mm-hmm. like this epidemic that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like fentanyl's killing at fucking everybody yeah, fucking right now. Fucking everybody. And it's a tragedy. RIP, Gus. Dude, It sucks. Um, but I uh, got around to watching the documentary today and wanted to share my thoughts on it a, a little bit cool. uh, for a number of reasons. I thought, I, I, like, I don't know, dude. I have this really weird, um. Just, I think it's weird when, when people release stuff from artists after they die. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the artist material. I, like to to an extent, it, it is a little disrespectful. Even the fact that like his mother's involved in like, I don't know to what extent his family's actually involved. I heard like afterwards, like his mom got pissed and like, didn't, you know, want her interviews shown in the movie, but they didn't pull it because of like, whatever, whatever, whatever. I heard there's like a lot of beef behind that. I have nothing to do with that or don't know anybody involved with that, but regardless just the idea of releasing music after someone's die, after someone dies releasing the an, an artist's work that was unintentionally previously unreleased after their death
1: yeah on purpose probably on purpose of course just
0: to make money you know off I mean? of this kid That sucks like that, that like, happened to just x to make too. money off his name yeah same with x right yeah also <clears throat> like rip like it it's just it's weird like the same thing with prince michael jackson yeah, you know everybody crazy. every famous it artist but like artists like those i don't know that's a little different because like who knows like with peep Here's the thing. That documentary is called Everybody's Everything and it was paired with this album, Everybody's Everything, that came out, which was like – it wasn't necessarily an album, but they called it like a compilation full of his music, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like a bunch of – some of them were just like pieces of songs or like ideas of songs. Like samples Unfinished stuff. Like a minute Ideas. Like they took notes from his notebook Ripped them out Put them together Like that's the That's the vibe I got Is they got okay. pieces of this song Pieces of this song sure. And like kind of Glued them together To make a song To put out To make some money off of You which know what fucked. I mean I With the little fucked. name Little peep name on it Which is fucked That could totally not be it and I could totally be wrong Please yeah, somebody call me out On my bullshit If that's the case yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what it sounds like to me That's what it sounded like yeah, When I was yeah. listening to it Being a fan of his previous music Before that That's the vibe I got Was dude You know come on Like the kid's gone it sucks, yeah. it's a tragedy, let's, you know, kind of uh, respect it and move on and appreciate the work he's already done. 100%. Because, you know, it doesn't take away from how great his stuff is already. Yeah, no, it already. doesn't,
1: and, and his legacy is going to continue.
0: And it's, I don't like, know who's getting money off of it still, if it's his mom or his family or his management or whoever, I don't yeah. have any f- knowledge of that, but uh, that's, that's like, w- a weird fucked up concept, too. Like, yeah. And, like, a case like Michael Jackson, like, obviously his kids should get his money. Like, oh, all sick Like, kids like that, yeah. you know, like, like <clears throat> you know, rock stars like that and, like, famous personalities that die like leave Mm -hmm. money to their family but like i don't know releasing post optimist or whatever the word is um material is just weird the documentary to me just felt really cheesy it felt really forced i I kind of expected it going into it it was going to give off the vibe of oh he was so you know he was just the greatest guy ever he was everybody's best friend and everybody loved him and he was just so happy on the outside, but so sad and tortured. And he was yeah. just the tortured artist. And, you know, he, he was just taken from us too soon. And it was like, it was true. Um, one thing it didn't go into that I really thought it should have was like, dude, he partied hard
1: oh no funny. and that no, was doubt. like
0: his whole thing and he yeah. didn't hide it you know yeah, what yeah. i mean and the documentary kind of made it seem like that wasn't too big a yeah, part yeah. of his thing the kid was gnarly the kid went hard and he repped <laughs> it and he bloody lived it you know and like what do you expect of somebody who lives that lifestyle dude people yeah, no, throughout history rock stars any musicians actors any fi- people in the public eye who mm-hmm. live that type of lifestyle at that level of excess either clean up or they die. Oh yeah. Fuck that's yeah. how it goes, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, like yeah. that's just how it works, you know? And so like what do you think is going to happen? Like li- look at the lyrics of his songs, dude. Like what did you think was going yeah, to happen yeah, to this yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? If something didn't happen and he was obviously the documentary kind of made it seem like towards the end the fame was kind of uh distorting his perception of who was really there for him and who was looking out for him blah 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 and so he was kind of around these people that were more or less enabling him Probably. instead of being like hey man you know like slow down yeah, you're, on like your, your, your use sure. you know you're using too much you're gonna fucking die mixing all these pills taking random pills from whoever gave it to him blah 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 um However, they made it seem like it was just—it was just spun really cheesy, and they didn't really make it seem like he, like he was as gnarly as he was, and it was just super, you know, like oh, he, it, you know, he he was a uh, just a tortured soul, and it's just a sad, you know, teddy bear, and blah blah blah, and it just
1: wasn't genuine enough.
0: you, it, know, it, I mean? it, you know, it just did seem a little disingenuous to me personally. Like, I I've definitely, I haven't heard that opinion from anybody else. I've looked at what other people thought about it online. Most people are it. like, it's great, I loved it, I'm a guy, a Little Peep's the greatest thing ever, but I don't know, dude. I thought it was, uh, like, just a little kind of like a, seemed like a breach for money after this Which kid it probably, died. It and was. I mean, personally, like, being a, like, musician myself, like, not to compare myself to somebody like Little Peep, but, like, if I had a catalog of unfinished music after I die, to go through this, you know, stuff that was deliberately unreleased yeah, or unfinished, yeah. like, it, it wasn't, he didn't put it out for a reason, you know, would yeah. you really think... He would want that? You know, like, yeah. you gotta think of him. Like, he's out of respect for the dude. Like, like he, he didn't put it, it out. Frames. Like, he didn't finish it. He threw it in the trash or whatever. He was gonna do it later and he didn't. And, like, it should be left that way, dude. Like, you know, he shouldn't... Like, that's his stuff. That's his business. You shouldn't go through his stuff and, like, re-release his stuff or, like, do whatever, man. Just out of respect for the kid. But, um... All in all, you know, like, it was a decent, decently made movie. A lot of it was, like, footage from YouTube clips and stuff. Because, like... Yeah, because
1: he's didn't do an interview
0: yeah like he didn't like he didn't do very like I mean he did do a lot of interviews but like that's pretty much all they used in the movie was Mm -hmm. like stuff that that already existed online that was just kind of pieced together with like interviews like the beginning there was an interview from like his third grade teacher and I saw that and I was like are you fucking kidding and she was like oh Gus was such a great kid running around so happy and I'm like he was fucking he was, he was in third grade. Yeah. Like, he got his third grade teacher that's supposed to, like, be, like, supposed up. to, like, you know, try and just so make it sound like, yeah. you know, oh, he was so great. It's like, he's in third grade. That that wasn't <laughs> Lil Peep. That was a fucking third grader. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was, like, stuff like that was, like, that's a little unnecessary. It just felt a little forced. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. Whatever. But but um being a fan of Lil Peep, like, like, because of his, like, mixture, like, at the time he was coming out, like, it was really popular to mix, like, the whole, like, emo, trap, like, mm-hmm. genre blending stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what kind of got me listening into more, like, other trap uh, artists. And I think, um, like, m- my personal favorite, some of my personal favorite albums of, like, the whole year of 2019 are, like, a trap artist. Like, dude, Puya released, yeah, an album, uh, Puya released an album called The South Got Something to Say, is, I think is what I'm it's called, to a, to a, a couple months ago. Um, can you look up the last Puya? album?
1: I like Puya. I like Puya. Dude, Puya is fucking sick. Yeah, and uh,
0: through him, I found this other artist named Booby Ludovelli, who's also. What a fucking name. Dude, shout out Booby Ludovelli, killing the game. I got Sal got something to say. Uh, came out this year uh, a couple months ago. Dude, me and my lady went and saw them at House of Blues, and they killed it. Booby killed it. Booby played three sets. That fool was on stage the entire show. Sweet. So the opening the opening set was just Booby solo set. Cool. Then it was Booby and Ramirez. I fucking love Ramirez. Then it was Booby Ramirez Puya. That's fucking sweet. Booby was up there, just going ham, running off every couple of minutes to do a bump or whatever he was doing, <laughs> to to running out, up. dude, and killing it. And and Puya came out and killed it, dude. Um, and that's one of my favorite albums albums of the year. Was Puya's "Suddenly uh, Got Something to Say." It was like it's got like a super like throwback like eighties like Miami cocaine vibe but it's got the modern like trap kind of stuff and then Puyo's got like his flow that's like obviously inspired by like like old school rappers Mm -hmm. which is super dope that I I fuck with so heavy and like dude I just fuck with those guys a lot and uh um South got something to say and uh I wrote it down um uh Puyo Boobin and and Puyo's Greatest Hits Volume 1 was mixtape that they released this year and those are some of my favorite albums of the year um it's just super dope, dude. Super crazy stuff. Um I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of like tradition, like rap in general, like pop like popular rap, you know, like right, like what's on the radio and stuff, like yeah. I wouldn't be able to name like any of the songs off like top 40 radio. I can either. Um but like I like some stuff like that, you know, like some um I don't know, just some of the stuff that that leans a little more like In that direction, and then that brings up like another thing that's I I thought was interesting, and like maybe I wanted to hear what you thought about was the idea of like people are saying rappers are like the new rock stars, like Kanye's like there's that famous yeah yeah, famous
1: quote
0: we're rock stars now.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, we're
0: the new rock stars. Jesus, and like they kind of are, but he's like you know he's got his chain, he's yelling, and like I don't know, what do you think? Well, what do you think about that? Well,
1: I think there's. It's hard to say who the, like the real rock. I mean, definitely the the new rappers nowadays, like Drake. Uh, First of all, okay. Do you think
0: rock rock is dead? Yes. What do you, okay. Yeah. But expand on that. Why do you? Think okay.
1: That? I think rock is dead because do, it's not the lane that everyone was listening to on mainstream. By media rock, anymore. what do you mean? Just I mean, music, like, guitar based music. Guitar based music where it's because I mean, strictly like four people in a, in a band. Like heavy, like, like, like ah, classical rock, That fucking shit. yeah. No, exactly, exactly. Like fucking like everything in the like the Eagles, like all that stuff is dead. Don't doesn't mean it's. Not amazing music, but I just think that it no, it just it's gone and it's moving towards a new a new system of stuff. But there's like
0: modern rock bands like you know like for like Foo Fighters and shit like that, like bands that are like you know modern most definitely. rock bands. But, like they're not, but they're not, the, but they're not the, they're not
1: the bajillionaires of past. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So I mean? they're not
0: dominating the industry. So
1: like I the last the last like real rock stars I couldn't like consider rock stars were like. Like, Michael Jackson, Prince, like, of that, like... That was
0: like... That's, like... They're, like, pop stars. Michael no, Jackson's the I, king of pop. I dude. mean, Come yeah,
1: on. I understand that. Come on, that. man! I understand that, but I'm talking about, like, people who rule the world with music. Like, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. at one point, who... Like, what? Uh, Kiss ruled the fucking world at one point. Everyone ruled the yeah, fucking world but, at yeah. one point. You know what I mean? But, I mean, the pre- people who rule the world now are Drake... Drake definitely rules the world
0: Kanye Kanye
1: West definitely rules the world And like In some parts The Migos and Cardi B
0: Those are the people yeah, Who are okay. constantly
1: I, On the fucking radio There's what our kids Are gonna fucking listen to And it's gross Cause we're gonna grow up One day and our kids Are gonna be listening To fucking Migos On the like Old know, Road. They're gonna be like This is that Little Nas And they're gonna be like <laughs> yeah. This is like God this is what my This is what my dad Listen to, dad and, to yeah. and you know what I mean And it's just such a weird concept To think that Music has changed in such a dramatic way, in right. that it's just so. It's, some music is whack nowadays. Don't get me wrong; like everything on the radio is whack. I'm sorry. Uh, like if it's on the, it's played yeah, on the radio nowadays. On like, hey bro, my stations,
0: band's on
1: the radio. Eat shit. I have never heard it. I haven't heard it yet, <laughs> dog. But but you know what I mean. Like all the new shit, all the all the like just pop shit that I've never heard. Like new artists that are just definitely just like, uh, what were they called? When they're just like when they're just placed there to make money.
0: Um, industry, plants. industry, fucking plants. Like, yeah. I just think they're that. My band is an industry plant. Is uh, it? Yeah. Why do you say that? Just kidding. I just I wish I, we were an industry. Why? Because you guys be making real fucking yeah, money. Yeah, because then I would actually, <laughs> i then I'd actually have money, and yeah. I wouldn't need this full time job that I just got. Yeah, no, most definitely. Shout out uh, A five for hiring me. A five
1: thank you. But what's it called? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I just think th- I mean the last real rock star or like last I think the last real rapper who, like, is doing it like the ones that pass, like Biggie and Tupac and all them, is Drake. Drake's the only one who's sitting courtside on fucking... in the basketball games. He's the only one still dissing people, talking shit.
0: I don't know about that. I mean, I feel like there's still... Like who? Uh... Kendrick Lamar, dude. Kendrick Lamar hits hard
1: as fuck. I'll give you that. All right. He's a a rock star, too. His shit plays on the radio. They're all
0: rock stars, dude. Like, they're all the ones with the money and the girls, with the booties and the money and the and the fucking drugs and the sports cars and shit. Yeah. That was Motley Crue back in the day and And now it's Migos. You know what I mean? Yeah, now it's Migos. Yeah Yeah you know I mean like, but, that, so but think of like, that
1: Fucking transition Yeah but Motley Crue's This like gnarly ass Group of people Who are Bunch just Bunch of fucking,
0: dudes Who dress like chicks
1: Who just fucked Everything on the planet who And now you got Migos Who everything That moves Who dress like chicks But barely fucking Speak in interviews You know what I mean Yeah 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 Like back in the day If like the crazier You looked on camera Was like the more The fucking savage you were Now everyone's just like Yeah
0: yeah yeah And like the subject yeah. matter Also kind of changed Yeah oh yeah Like mumble rap stuff like, Is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah, Like yeah, subject yeah, matter yeah. changed too Like what was popular In music then Was just like Partying And like you know, Getting fucked Looking for nothing But a good time <laughs> Or like Fucking yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Pour some sugar Oh man Just like sex Yeah 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 Was like the main thing And now it's like Selling drugs Everyone loves selling drugs And that's Dude yeah Like it's easy Like that's like The biggest songs on the radio Are about Fucking trapping And selling drugs It's it's bizarre It and is know, Why do you think that is Have you
1: ever been to a trap house They're fucking gross they're, disgusting, they're the man. worst Yeah they're the fucking worst the thing on the planet. Floors? Everyone yeah. wants to have a trap house. Yeah. Why why the fuck? why?
0: Why that's fucking gross. Just kidding. Every trap house over Betsy is actually super nice. Do you know a lot they of trap houses? I have never been,
1: I've only been to like two never trap never houses. I can't name the address because that's kinda fucked.
0: But. I'll put the address here. It's just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um Speaking of fucking music, did you have Coachella coming up?
0: Uh yeah, dude. Beach Goons are on the Coachella lineup. Uh dude, we could all be more excited. Uh been waiting for a while to announce it. We're stoked. We can talk about it I don't really know much about it Honestly Just because that's just how it goes With me in this band I don't, <laughs> I don't really know much about it, anything dude you just fucking I show just up I just kind of show up And I play You get the call And you're like All right, I'll be and fucking there I'll be like, Alright yeah Come pick me up And then the boys Yeah I get the signal The Chris
1: signal goes up And it's just two drumsticks And a bunch of fucking hair
0: And the boys The boys come swoop me up in the van And I put my backpack on And I go And we drive around the country And then I come back And then they call me And then we go And so Whatever But um yeah, man, Coachella is gonna be crazy. I, like, I looked at the lineup. I don't know. I don't remember Half exactly. Half the people are on there. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know a lot of them, but I'm just really excited to just go and like experience it because I've never been to Coachella before.
1: About eighty people. Are, percent of people are just completely fucking. Oh, trash.
0: dude. Yeah. Have you ever watched like those videos of people? They like interview uh, like Coachella goers about bands that don't exist.
1: Oh, really? They're and
0: they're like, like, yeah, that's really and good. they're like, yeah, you know, I really liked their first album. But then they kind of sold out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, me too. Or did you see this set? And they'll just make up a band name. And they're like, yeah, they were great. saw them, for, like, last weekend or whatever. But, nah, dude, yeah, like, it's going to be sick.
1: People don't even like half the music that's on Coachella. They just go for, like, the vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a fucking I, I feel crisis. like
0: that's just, like, a thing is now there's, like, a whole culture of festival it's festival culture like a thing you know like people just go to like be weird like there's this one dude who goes like and he's in a bunch of videos of sightings of him and he's like this big fat white guy with a cape that just like spins and that's it he just like yeah he like has his shirt off a lot of the times or sometimes he's dressed like super weird and he literally just spins in place you good g And, and uh our producer, uh, Enforcer, aka Rooter ninety six, getting a beer, another beer from the fridge.
1: Good oh. lord, let's slow him down, right? He's gonna fucking knock out in a second. Was it the third or fourth one? He's uh, a beast. Respect. I know, this kid's a monster. Fucking respect. This kid's I'm, a monster. I'm working on boots. He's my stone cold Steve.
0: Ape. He's just back there working the controls. of stone cold Steve Austin beers. Yeah, <laughs>
1: just <Shh>. fucking <laughs> fucking smashing glass modella bottles the on his silence.
0: head. Silence. Yeah, the glass Modelo bottles. But yeah, dude, they like it's like a whole like festival culture. The only festivals I've ever been to, like when we were in high school, we would go to like the Beach Golf Festival. That the Growlers used to put on. Um, Beachkins was lucky enough to play that a couple years ago, or like last year, the year before. Um, we played one of them, and it was super sick, dude. We played like we were the uh, we played on the like middle stage, and we were the band to play right before the Growlers who headlined, oh, who also play. made my list of uh, favorite bands this year. Just to go back to that, the grow the Growlers, a uh, Natural Affair, super sick, like. uh 70s uh, throwback vibes, like 70s disco funk. I love shit. that, shit. like, dude. They, yeah, they kill the Growlers. Crush it on that. I I'm not sure if Julian Casablancas recorded it again. The you from the Strokes, because mm-hmm. he he recorded, um, I think their last two or the one before their previous one. But whatever, it sounds killer, dude. Um, and they let us play their festival, and uh, we played right before them, and it was super sick. to Like the band to play and then the growlers got to yeah, play dude, that's it, was, fucking sick. Dude, it was tight and uh, we got to watch all these crazy bands and like in between sets there was like uh, they had a drag queen show <laughs> so they had like drag queens go up and limp sync like, like Selena and shit and like songs like that and they would do their shows and our trailer was right next to the drag queen trailer and like you, would, they, they were had, like hey you, big they, boy you know, so you would have to go backstage and there would be like the trailers and then a fence and then just like this little like alleyway that you would go and there would be like the drag queen's trailer, and then our trailer was like right next to it. And they would all just hang out right outside, just smoking cigarettes, just talking to each other. And every time we'd have to go, we'd just have to walk like through them, just like, hey, hey, what's up, guys? Like, what's up? Excuse me, excuse me. Just bump the show them, and they're all just smoking cigarettes, just like, god damn it, you motherfuckers walk through here a lot. <laughs> just, like, walking back and forth, dude. But no, it was sick, man. It was tight. And then. It was such a dream because I would go to those festivals in high school back when they had them like at the observatory, the first like two or three they had at at the observatory at Mm -hmm. Santa Ana. And um, me and the homies would always go like every year. And and it was crazy. And they would have a big stage outside and a stage inside and then the smaller stage inside too. And it was just lit all day. And then I think they moved it to the venue that we ended up playing at because like the fire marshal – um, was like, this, this is fucking, yeah, it ridiculous. Was just getting, like, everyone's gonna
1: fucking die after there's was just a fire.
0: Way too big, yeah. So they moved it, and then we played that one, and then, I think we did another one, um, but I'm not sure. But anyway, the got just kill it, dude, I love that band, they're sick.
1: That's fucking sweet, bro, um, so, how do you fucking, how do you manage, bro? How do you fucking balance all that shit, you know what I mean? Um, Full-time job, we're gonna have the fucking band, how's touring gonna work? Like, you're just gonna tell your boss, like, hey, I'm fucking out for three
0: months, what's up? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll cross that see. bridge when we get there. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, I manage, I don't know, dude. Marijuana. time, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's cool, dude. It's all good, man. Um, How do you I feel mean, about marijuana? Do you think it should be federally legal? Yeah, dude, of course. There's a fucking plant, dude. I love weed. I think <laughs> weed should be legal everywhere. And the places, it's not, dude. It's insane when I go on tour and we're in places where it's not legal. Yeah. Because kids are just so, like...
1: Where well, you guys are smoking weed? Yeah, where it's like,
0: hey, do you guys want to smoke weed? And we're usually like, yeah, sure, we'll smoke weed with you know people that want to hang out with us and smoke pot with us. and We'll smoke their weed and like they'll you know be super weird. Oh, we got to go hide you know behind the trucks and they'll pull it out and it'll it'll be in like a candy wrapper or some something yeah. gross. It's like something you'd buy weed when something you're in something like, yucky seventh grade. Like remember when <laughs> we used to get weed in like cigarette like folds? You know, like. In seventh grade, yeah, uh, dude, just being super, gross, yeah, popping fucking disgusting disgusting, cans dude. Open It's and like shit. that, like they do that stuff still in, in in other states where it's not legal, and it's just insane. It's like, dude, it's it's a plant literally really cures fucking cancer, bro. So like, I mean, I don't no. know, I looked through the digits, I haven't looked at the data, or nothing. But from what I'm hearing, it's, it's doing good cancer. things for people with cancer, and like, dude, if it's helping people who are sick, I'm all for it, man. If, yeah, if it helps people. Get through life a little bit easier, That's and it doesn't hurt anybody. I feel the same. I just. And think- it's not like, dude. Nobody put it this way, man. Alcohol is legal, and nobody beat the shit, shit. out of their wife know. when they got too stoned. True that. You've Never. Been- ever did the cops call and say my husband got two stoned and he beat the yeah, shit out yeah, of me true, true fucking that I mean if you're but fucker, alcohol's legal man and going to the bar is the social thing to do I mean I, I'm not I'm out. not I'm not complaining about it I'm just fighting for these other states because I I frequent them touring like most people Everyone who lives in California Is like why the fuck Are you bitching about it It's legal dude But like Dude not everybody Has this privilege You know Like, Think of being in Wyoming a man. Or
1: like somewhere Fucking beautiful Like, Texas, like man. Utah bro like, T- the, Think the, of being the the in homies are in Utah? Texas Oh in Texas The fucking What are they called The fucking uh, what, what's, your, what's that homies called
0: What are you talking about Your
1: friends from Texas bro What are they called
0: Oh Junkie The band the junk, Junkie Yeah, that's yeah that's dude that. the band Yeah we toured with them They live in Texas dude We just got Hello homies in Texas And like the people of Texas are just sick, dude, and like they can't go. They don't have the privilege of going to the store and buying weed like yeah. you and I, dude. Yeah, and it sucks. And Which, they should. Yeah, no, it sucks. And uh, dudes, I think honestly, I think the same thing with with mushrooms, man. Yeah, so I don't know I where it's at exactly, but like I saw the headline of some article saying Colorado's that, trying. De- yeah, Denver or wherever Colorado, they they decriminalize mushrooms. So, hundred percent. So they're not they're not legalized but they're decriminalized so, so that means you you're can't gonna get like a sell warning, them but like yeah you're not gonna get arrested wrist. for having them but you yeah can't, you can't sell them or but like what
1: are the whatever what are like the benefits of like microdosing and shit
0: dude so i actually microdose myself like i uh like grind up the mushrooms and i'll weigh it out in like a capsule so okay so basically here's how it started okay, let me please. tell you let me let please. me go through my story of how i got introduced to microdosing yeah I started getting these these headaches, mm-hmm. really bad headaches. When I was going, to, I was in college, and I was getting these real bad headaches. And I am like, "Yo, yeah, I am getting cluster headaches." Is what I looked up, I self diagnosed myself with cluster headaches. Sweet, like, always yeah, good to self diagnose yeah.
1: yourself, everybody. I am like,
0: "Yo, yeah, I am getting cluster headaches. I don't know what to do." tell my parents like they would say you know I we went to the hospital a couple times I like, went to just all kinds of doctors oh, and everybody's like we don't know what to tell you dude like uh, nothing's wrong like you're fine you know like you probably just have a headache take some aspirin but I'm like yo I've gotten headaches before this ain't no motherfucking headache, headache yeah, 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 bruh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what the fuck is a going headache, on yeah. and nobody's buying it and I'm just I'm just losing it and um uh, I'm going to class and like it's happening in the middle of class. I'll just have these crazy headaches. I have to go to my car and like, I can't even drive. I had to pull over on the side of the freeway and just start and just cry because I hurt so bad. I was in so much pain like behind my eye and stuff. And I didn't know what was going on and, and uh, basically was like looking through what, you know, um, like what <clears throat> other people used to, to deal with this and somebody told me that uh they took psychedelics or they read somewhere that you know if you take psychedelics it basically goes away if you drop okay. if you drop acid once once a year take mushrooms once a year kind of goes away or if you microdose like that's the only thing that i've that's what ever anybody has ever said is taken away their cluster headaches so I'm like, fuck it, all right. So I take some mushies, right? Boom, I stopped getting butters. the cluster headaches. And uh, I was also just really depressed at the time, like really depressed and and looking into like what... What I could do to fix it, but I didn't want to go to the doctor for it. Take antidepressants, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to take antidepressants. Heavy... It was a whole thing. I didn't want to go to my parents and be like, "I'm depressed." And what do you have to be depressed about? You know, what a mean? it's a slippery slope. Just, yeah, no, yeah. It. It's just, yeah no, I just, I, I just, it. I just, I was young and I didn't want to deal with it. And I, wanted, I thought I could figure it out by myself. And 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 I wanted to do it in a healthy way. And I f- saw that I had there was medical benefits from these mushrooms that I took that got rid of my headaches, right? And I had heard about microdosing through a friend or through an article or a YouTube video or whatever and and just looked into doing it and looked that people were doing it as a replacement for antidepressants and and instead of like most antidepressants you take them I and you get all these weird side effects for well, the tons, first 2 weeks tons. until your body adjusts and then they work but with microdosing you don't get these weird side effects and it just kind of like right away they just okay. start working right so I'm like all right I'll give this a shot and everybody's different you know everybody's body is different metabolism's different weights different how you how your body well, processes drugs actually. is different you know Um, Metabolizes drugs and shit, so uh, you kind of have to experiment with doses. And uh, I was kind of half paying attention to the thing, half just eating mushrooms and whatever, (laughs) tripping out and shit. And uh, dude, I I would just have to experiment with doses. And I remember one time I I just took too high of a dose when I went to college and I was in like a geology class.
1: You took a hero dose and you just fucking.
0: No, it wasn't a heroic dose, but it was like it was like too big. You know, it was like enough for for me to like. Get all tripped out. And I'm in the middle of this like small classroom, like twenty person classroom, and the teacher's like this old fat white dude with one hoop earring, tweet, and just you know bald on the top, but hair on the sides, and then like the comb like the three like comb over, <laughs> the like, homer got long, yeah, he's got the homer and his long fingernails are are uh, touching the board, and he's teaching us about gems or some shit, and I just started like tripping dude i start sweating and yawning and i'm just like oh man like whew, i'm tripping out <laughs> and like he's going and i just like stood up and every the whole class looked at me and like he <laughs> stopped and looked at me and i walked out and i just went to my car and, and then i just like chilled whatever I, I did smoked a cigarette smoked a joint drank some water um what do you do? Oh, Pokemon Go dose? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, that after. But, uh, yeah, I went to my car, smoked a cigarette, whatever, calmed down, and then just, like, ended up walking around the, like, city college campus. I um, <laughs> just fucking tripped Yeah, out. just tripping, like, instead of going to class that day because my dose was too high. So, yeah, I had to experiment with doses and stuff, and eventually I found a dose that works for me. So I'll grind them up and then make the capsule, of, like, point. Like, what usually is good for me is point three, um, point 0.3 of a gram that's sweet I'll take them I'll, I'll go four days on one day off and um dude once I started doing it like immediately depression was gone really yeah and I did him like dude it changed it changed my life it changed everything bro like I, really? I, dude, I was dude I was a sad sack man when I was okay. when I was 18 and I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life and I was just going to San Diego City College to make my parents happy and I didn't know what was going to happen, and I didn't want to do that, but I also knew I didn't want to work a nine-to-five, Yeah. and I didn't want to just pursue a career in something that I hated, and yeah. just be unhappy, and I just didn't know what was going on. I was 18. I was scared. And, You'd be dude, surprised
1: it, how many fucking people have the same exact Yeah, like.
0: yeah, man, and um, dude, I started taking these microdose capsules like every day, f- four days on, or at that point, I was probably taking them every other day, but now the schedule I do that got recommended to me by um, our booking agent, actually- um, four days on, one day off. Um, my homie Brad told me that's what he does and it works for him. So I'll, I've been doing that lately and it's killer. But yeah, dude, when I was 18 and I started doing that, it was like right away, I started noticing the effects and like everybody around me noticed the effects too. And like, I Mm -hmm. was just like back to like, you know, what I once was before I got super bummed. And, um, it just, you know, gives you a whole different perspective on life. You're way more introspective. You're way more like, you know you slow down a lot more you're able to like look at situations from like an outside perspective and just kind of be like you know what everything's gonna be all right whatever even if it's present right now you're yeah, fucking there. there's a little more present a little more in the moment that's sweet and um yeah man it's cool and uh, i still do it i advise people if you are currently you know struggling with anything you know maybe looking at microdosing it could help the like you know they're, they're starting to finally do tests in, i think like in colorado or whatever that's what like that's where stuff's going down but I did test on myself. I'm not telling anybody to go take drugs. All right, let's make that clear. I'm not telling anybody to go, get, to go fucking do anything illegal. But, uh, you know, if you think something's going to help you, do what you got to do. Very and true. that's what I did. And it helped me a lot. And it completely changed we Well, fucking life.
1: adults, if you want to get in trouble, do whatever the fuck and, you want to uh, do.
0: And the thing is, didn't, it's not even something you got to do forever. Like, I did it for a while. I did it for a couple months and stopped. And, it, it, you know, the effects stayed. And I was fine. my life was still changing. And then I didn't do it for a long time. I didn't do it for years. And then I actually started doing it again kind of recently. And um, I just noticed it helped a lot. And um, yeah, man. Yeah, microdosing is crazy. I think mushrooms should be legal. I think all that shit should be legal.
1: That's sweet, bro.
0: Honestly, it. I think all drugs should be legal if you want to get into that debate.
1: Yeah, I mean, to a fucking extent. I mean, no one no one does fucking great on black tar heroin. Or it, met, is, or fucking all, met. Where,
0: is it Sweden? Can you look up? There's a place where all drugs are legal.
1: Is that that place where they have the, the vans and shit?
0: Just sh- look it up. Por- Portugal, it's Portugal. Sure. And there's vans that drive by? Look, that, at like, up. look, up, the, look up the stats on, on, the crime, on rates? Uh, crime rates and overdose rates in Portugal after the legalization of all drugs.
1: But, I mean, that place is a fucking third world country. They might be fucking great on the drug end, but, like, their government sucks cock.
0: Dude, but, like, people are not—we don't, like— Dude, fuck the government. The go- their government so hot, <laughs> man. their government's fine. They're not drug addicts. Yeah, dude, the people. Okay. The people like once once we stop treating drug addicts like criminals, that's when real progress is going to start. The reason it's so fucked up here in Chris so many tr- different. Christopher President Twenty Twenty. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, dude. I hate politics. I mean, <laughs> no, I just, don't continue, be bro. Continue. With any just fucking. Party or any huh? Portugal? Portugal? Thought Look so. up the stats. Look up the stats, dude. How, how much does stuff go down and stuff? Um, <laughs> He's an off, <alpha>. huh? <laughs> but dude, like. I'm telling you, make drugs legal and stop treating addicts like they're criminals because they're not criminals, man. They're people who are sick. Definitely like suffer. a disease, bro. man. Like it's it literally is a disease, and instead of treating them like they did something, they committed a crime, treat them like they're sick, dude. If Somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, dude. Like you know, yeah. they go get treatment. If somebody gets diagnosed as addiction, like. You know, they, away. they, you know, yeah, they just get labeled as untrustworthy and then they do things that their disease leads them to that leads them dead or in jail. You know what I mean? Like, it's people who need help and, and you know what? Fuck the stats. It doesn't really matter. I can't get into the stats. but Basically, the policy that they went into, they abolished all criminalization for holding drugs. Uh-huh. There you go. Okay. So they fucking always punishment and they don't punish people who use drugs. They give they them, try to help. They try they help you. They give you a, a treatment. Which is good, which is a good thing. And fucking like policy. you know you know crime rates go down, overdose rates go down. Um dude, it would just solve so many problems. I mean, I'm I don't know shit about politics. I think people but,
1: just don't want to fucking pay for it. You know what I mean? I think mean? a
0: lot of it is also just like, oh, you know it's just the stigma that America's always had. Like we've been, you know, the whole dare to keep kids off drugs it was like all the i drugs. smoked a marijuana cigarette and now i'm gay you know what i mean it's like some stupid there sugar. was all these like ads all these scare campaigns that were just lies like yeah. straight com- lies that they showed kids in schools yeah. and on tvs about if you puff even once you know not it even works. once marijuana like you know it'll turn you gay or it'll fucking whatever it'll get you hooked and you'll yeah. be a drug addict and you'll be sucking dick on the corner but whatever true Oh, the microdosing story—I forgot. Uh, <laughs> when we one time, to uh, me and my buddy Arturo over here, producer of our show, <laughs> uh, took some mushrooms when we were in high school, and uh, we were just hanging out, having a good night, mushing out, and we went for Goombus. a walk, and we were playing. It was like right when Pokemon—we weren't even in high school, huh? Because it was when Pokemon Go came out.
1: It came out my senior year. You guys were, like, two years so, removed.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, so we were we had graduated high school, uh, and um, it must have been over the summer because you were home. And uh, we took some mushrooms one night, and um, we're playing Pokemon Go. We were just walking around the neighborhood at, like, 3 in the morning, and we walked around.
1: Just looking fucking super sus.
0: Just, dude, yeah. Just, dude, yeah. We walked, <laughs> a, we walked, like, five miles, and, like, and we're just having so much fun, dude. Just running, like... You know, like, scream, screaming at each other, like, there's one over here, you know, running around just being stupid, and we walked, like, five miles, and we just remember, we're like, there's a couple of takatias back at the crib, <laughs> yeah, got, They're they're chilling in the fridge, so we're like, all right, let's go back, and on the way back, it's all both of us separately that's all we were thinking about. We were fixated on these beers that we had in the fridge. That's all we were thinking about. But we weren't talking about it. It was violent. <laughs> but you knew though. that. We were. That's all we were focused on. And as soon as we got, off, we went straight to the beers. And we sat down. And as soon as we cracked those beers, those like seals, that pssst, dude, both of us just instantly felt that fucking electrical jolt throughout <laughs> every cell in our you got whole the body. Just. Pssst, oh, it felt like a <laughs> fucking shot of heroin, dude. It was like. Pssst, Crazy dude, and then we just both looked at each other, and we just both knew because it was like that was like not just I'm I'm tripping. By you guys, myself, were you we guys were on the were same like fucking vibe. Crazy, we had the same wavelength, dude. It was so funny because <laughs> dude, we were so thirsty. It was the middle of the night. You guys, we, if you, we were you guys tripping. went
1: five miles one way, just fucking had to come five mm. miles back. You guys did ten miles. You guys are fucking insane. Yeah, we walked ten, we
0: walked ten miles on Doom's in the middle of the night playing Pokemon Go, and then came back to some beers and. The most amazing beers of all time. You
1: what? guys have just one beer each and just fucking called it a night.
0: Uh, I don't even remember. I'm sure we had, had more than one. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh. One I more mean,
1: after, but fuck. You guys must have been fucked.
0: But guys. we weren't, yeah, but that, but it was just the, the shrooms just enhanced everything. The, dude, the experience of coming back and that reward was just so, like, insane. The only time Mushrooms I've... are crazy, though, dude. Legalized mushrooms. Fuck That's yeah. That's all dude. I'm saying. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck. Legalize them, yeah.
1: So, speaking of doing tons of drugs, how can we be more productive this year, Christopher?
0: More productive this yeah, year, bro, please. We just gotta stop fucking around. We gotta write our goals out. Get start the fucking, beginning of every
1: week. Start fucking journaling, everybody. Start journaling. Fucking recommend it. It's the greatest thing on the planet. Even journaling about something once a day will fucking help you. Get just your mind anything, in a good space. yeah, dude.
0: It's a good thing to do. I I, I journal i've been journaling more and more um just because this year i'm trying to just make a lot of changes do a lot of things get a lot of balls rolling this podcast being the biggest one pinata boys we're taking over 2020 we're we're, doing coming, this. we're, coming, for- we're coming for you motherfuckers another thing i really want to get through uh stand up um just yeah. starting our open mic career dude mm-hmm. we're we're go- we're we're just entering the trenches we know mm-hmm. what we're getting into um
1: We know the journey that's up ahead. We know the journey that's up ahead and we're ready to go
0: through it. And so this podcast is going to, a big part of it is going to be, you know, uh, you kind of following, going through, going along this journey with us as as we like just trying like, to start in the learn. beginning, bro. Because you know yeah, everyone's, everyone's,
1: everyone who has a podcast right now that's ever been a comic is like kind of like the aftermath, bro. And like they, they know what they're doing,
0: they know what's you up. Know what I mean? They've been through the trenches and and we're you know starting it. starting. And mm-hmm. so uh, you know it's just a different perspective from a lot of these podcasts that are out right now, and that's why we wanted to do this. And so we're super stoked so We want to get out there more Just we're gonna be doing Open mics around San Diego So if you're ever In the San Diego Open mic scene We're fucking around Hit us up Come on here oh, yeah, Be our man. guests We would love that <clears throat> I'd be fucking sick Um, Another thing For 2020 uh, Writing We're writing a short film mm-hmm. um, It's gonna be sick It's uh, in the early stages Me and Manny Are writing the script together <clears throat> Jesus Christ You're a fucking animal Arturo Let's
1: fucking relax over there guy Good the fucking, fucking god
0: But um, the booty sneeze we're writing a f- we're writing a, f- a short film and that's hopefully going to be something that gets um, a lot of attention uh, once to we get done. I know. Fuck. Uh, um, yeah, the short film is definitely starting to be written. We're working on it. We're throwing ideas back and forth. We're getting all the homies we can to help.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a fucking sweet. It's gonna year. be
0: sick. This year is gonna be just dope. Yeah, I wanna um, fucking
1: This is the year to be as productive as you fucking can man. This Yeah, this is, fucking is the year to
0: get out there Be as productive as you can Write your goals at the beginning of every week And how you're gonna achieve them And then achieve your fucking goals, bruh And do the shit you say you're gonna do Hell yeah, bruh Get this shit, bro. Manifest The law of attraction is real, my friend Alright, let's wrap this bitch yeah, up man. Pinata Boys, episode 3 Chris, Manny, Arturo bro, Let's fucking go, baby we'll This you. is just a beginning, boy.